Hopping Kangaroo, it's episode 22. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. Today we're going to be talking about something Gen Z and... Well, kind of everyone likes to talk about these days, which is cringe, being cringe. If you don't know what that is, uh, look it up. <laughs> uh, when you cringe at something, it I mean, it means you're uncomfortable with what's happening. You're judging it in a way. You're trying to distance yourself. It's kind of like you're trapped in the room with it, but you're feeling secondhand embarrassing, embarrassment. Um, like some of the things you could cringe at is like um, somebody being really vulnerable in a professional setting. That would be really cringe. Like, uh, like at an all-hands-on-deck meeting in a big corporation, somebody... Uh, volunteering a lot of personal information about their recent breakup and um, and getting very openly demonstrative and emotional about basically being human in a corporate setting <laughs> could be cringe because you feel secondhand embarrassment because you real you see that this person doesn't realize how that they're being inappropriate. Um, yeah, when I deeply analyze, not that deeply, when I analyze it. Um, I think the the thing that makes us cringe is dramatic irony, which if you don't know what that is, it's when um when the audience is aware of something that the character isn't. But it's like when that happens in real life, like when you're when the audience, so like the bystanders who are cringing are aware of something that the person they're cringing at clearly just has no reference point of like, I don't know, like, <laughs> like a 45 year old giving sex education to 11 year olds like that's cringe <laughs> because they just have no idea what it's like to be part of the generation that they're talking to and their references are off it. But it's like, but they don't, they can't pick up on, they don't know what they don't know. Um, so it's cringe. Other groups of people that often behave in a cringy way are either teenagers or teen, teen people in their second teenagehood, like in their 20s, um, do things that later are cringy because their brains aren't fully developed yet and they're, but they're like trying to behave like adults, um, but they're not really fully aware of what that means. So they'll take big risks and, uh, try to behave like an adult or try to deal with an adult situation, but they'll do it just in a very childish way. And that is cringe. Like, for example, when I was in theater school, uh, I got my heart broken. And then at dawn on Halloween, I cut off all my hair. And that was cringe. <laughs> I think it was pretty cringe, like watching from the outside. But it was also dramatic and kind of a classic reaction to a breakup. But like, it's it's the kind of thing that if you did it later on in adulthood, it would be like, all right, you're, uh, I don't know about you. Um, 
But then again, if you're trying to be an artist, or maybe even in any profession, if you're trying to create something new, new, um, then it's about trying something. Learning or creating something new is about trying something without knowing how it will be received 100%, like, because it's new. You don't know how it will be received. Um, And the thing is, people are always like, don't be afraid to fail. Uh, Everybody fails on their way to success. Yes, failure is not the worst thing that can happen. (laughs) You could fail, but what's worse than failure, maybe not being so good at something, is inspiring a reaction of cringe like that guy I don't know if any of you saw who (laughs) oh my god it was the cringiest thing ever um there's SNL auditions every year I think around July or something like that that's when you submit the writing anyway this guy uh who's done a lot of like I think funny songs on TikTok I didn't look at his other ones but he did like this like hokey kind of song um, asking Lauren Michaels to have a chance to be on Saturday Night Live. And the entire collective TikTok community decided that it was cringe as hell and just really laid into him. So obviously it's like not only did he fail, but <laughs> he killed any chance of ever achieving what he wants. Um, He got exactly the opposite of what he wanted. And that's really, I think, what people fear in risk. It's not exactly failure. It's failure and shame and embarrassment. The embarrassment of inspiring cringe in your audience. Um, Because cringe is probably the most embarrassing reaction you could ever get from someone but cringing is also like I'm I don't want people to know if I am cringing at them because of the secondhand shame that I would experience so it's not something I'll really or I don't know maybe I'm more obvious than I think I am but it's something that I wouldn't necessarily try to be obvious about it's hard though because In our society, it's like vulnerability is, well, hmm. I shouldn't say in our society. I guess because I'm in comedy. Like in drama, um, I think people who are on the more dramatic side of the arts um, take each other much more seriously. So I think they do things that people on the comedy side would find cringe a lot of the time. Um, but they're not cringing at each other. They're living in Siriusville. Um, and they are into it. <laughs> and that's the thing. The thing that is cringy in comedy is when somebody takes themselves too seriously. Because then they're not doing comedy anymore. They are doing serious things they're doing a drama they're doing a TED talk whatever it is they're doing um it's cringe um because it's not true to the form and it's obvious well it should be obvious to the audience that it's not true to the form although in several exceptions that I'm sure you can think of of people who are already famous for having been 
very funny in the past. Uh, they can take themselves very seriously. And to me, it's cringe, but to their diehard fans, they can do no wrong. It also feels like cringing is a reaction of the youth a lot of the time to older people. Older people who have become out of touch with what's really going on. Um, that's cringe because of the dramatic irony. The The younger people are aware of what's coming and what's contemporary. And the older people, I mean, it's not their fault. They're just tired and they don't care as much anymore. <laughs> and why should they? <laughs> I also think older people cringe less because they have the wisdom of time on their side. So it's like when you see younger people doing something stupid or something cringy, um, you know that it's just because they're young and you've already been there. But young people have never been old, so they don't understand yet that eventually they're going to be in exactly the same position. But it's okay. If you're feeling like people have cringed at you or cringed about something you've done it could be healed by the sands of time. I mean, not for that TikTok guy, but everybody else. <laughs> and I mean, hey, if everything you do makes people cringe, well, at least they're paying attention. Oh, oh, oh.